Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I'm Heather, the MFR Coach. Today, I wanted to talk to you about what is holding you back from either starting your MFR business or making the changes you know you want or need to make in order to enjoy your MFR business even more. I think some of this holding you backness or waiting to start can stem from not wanting to risk the feeling of rejection. If you raise your rates or change your hours or change the days that you're available or leave the job you're at, what are other people going to think? What are they going to do? What are they going to say? What will your current clients do or say if you raise your rates? You're worried that they'll leave you that you'll have to find other people to pay that rate, that it'll be hard, that you will never find that person that's willing to do it. And that's going to feel like rejection. So instead of doing the thing that you need to do or that you want to do in the time frame that you need to do it in so that you can make the money you want or create the business that you want, you're willing to just feel unsatisfied instead, instead of feeling or risking rejection. How does that feel in your body when you hear me say that? That's it though, right? It's two emotions. One is unsatisfied. One is rejection. They both feel like absolute shit in your body. They both create so much fear and panic that we will risk it all to avoid feeling those things. Because one feels safer, unsatisfaction, you're willing to go towards that. You're willing to stay in that instead of risk that possibility of being rejected. And rejection isn't the only thing that's possible for you if you decide to open your business or decide to raise your rates or decide to change your hours or to stop taking insurance or to create some different sort of availability or even move to a new area or a new office. There's so many other feelings and emotions that are available to you. Rejection is just one of many options, but your brain is telling you this is super dangerous. So let's just not do this. We can't do this. It's too dangerous. We're going to get hurt. We're going to be rejected. We're going to die. What if you can learn to be willing to feel any feeling that comes up for you? What if you can learn how to overcome being driven by your emotions? being stopped by your emotions and being cock-locked by your emotions? What if you can handle any emotion that comes your way? What would your life be like? How big could your life get? What would your business be like? How big would you be willing to let your business be? What decisions would you be making? 
how far into your business would you be right now if you weren't waiting to feel comfortable? What if being uncomfortable was the whole goal of this? For me, I think a lot of times I do something or it takes me a little longer to do it, to put myself out there into the world because of that possibility of rejection. And I think we're all so good at that. We're so good at waiting to feel uncomfortable, waiting to have someone else tell us it's safe, it's okay to do the thing. I found this coming up most recently when getting ready to sell my next group coaching program and talking about it a lot and selling it a lot and overselling it and making sure that people knew that it was available, selling it like I wanted thousands of people to buy it when there's only like 25 spots available. I had to talk about it. I had to tell people the price. I had to tell people the value of it. I had to send emails, post on social media and answer a lot of questions. And I also met one-to-one with so many therapists who were afraid, afraid to join without me telling them it was safe. And I also had to be willing to really understand and love the value of the program I'm offering and be willing to know and to be told that not everybody liked it or thought it was a good idea or thought it was good value. But because I believe in it so strongly, even if someone else told me they didn't, it didn't create feelings in my body that I wasn't willing to feel. Those words that other people said meant nothing to me. And that's a huge win because when I went to sell this program the last time or the time before that, I basically spent a lot of time in rejection, but more so not because people were rejecting me. I was rejecting myself. I was not giving myself the opportunity to process those feelings in my body. I was avoiding it by eating delicious foods, by taking extra naps, by feeling anxious instead of rejected, right? I did all the things to not feel rejected. I was so worried whether or not people would buy from me or whether or not I was burning my business to the ground by changing my business model. I went from one-on-one coaching to group coaching right into another group. And this is the same thing that happens for MFR therapists. When you're getting ready to make changes in your business, such as offering 30, 45 minutes, 60 minutes, 75 minutes, 90 minute treatment sessions and cutting that down to one session, picking one. And if you coach with me, I recommend that everyone do this. You pick one offer, you pick one price point and you go to work to love that the most out of everything in your business. And that's what you offer. You pick the one price point And some people can get hung up on if they do energy services, they do MFR, they have two different rates. And my argument for that is your time is your time. It is the only thing you have in your business. It is the only thing that makes you money in your business. And it's very valuable. So you decide what you want to get paid for your time and what happens in your treatment session. And you go to work on loving that. I highly encourage you to figure it out. What is it that you do? What is the value of the offer that you have? You pick one price point, one time frame for it. You simplify it and it simplifies it for your client that lands on that scheduling page. They don't have to make a bunch of decisions. They can just pick the only option available and schedule with you. It makes it so simple. 
Yet we will spend so much time trying to create the perfect price for everyone, the perfect hours for everyone, the perfect days of the week, set our schedule up to work hours. We don't want to work because someone out there might be inconvenienced about coming to us during regular office hours, right? We do all those things. We jump through all those hoops because we don't want to be rejected by someone that says, I can't make it during that time frame. I can't pay that rate. I'm not willing to only come for a half an hour twice a week. I'm, I'm only willing to come for 90 minutes. The biggest risk you are willing to do is simplify and perhaps have people out there have thoughts about the choices that you've made. People, of course, would love to have one-on-one coaching with me because I was offering that. They're going to think that they can only get a high value if they have me all the time. And that's just not true. And it's the same with your clients that are thinking they only want 90 minute sessions or you can get so much done in 90 90 minutes. But what if it's not true? What if you can get just as much done in one hour as you can in 90 minutes? And I would challenge you to start to figure out how that is true because when you do your treatments in 45 minutes or an hour, you are providing a huge value. You are able to get clients everything that they need. And you're also able to see more clients and make more money in a day. So something to consider if you're thinking, well, I'm not going to make as much money as I do if I don't charge 90 minute sessions, take your 90 minute rate and make it your 60 minute rate. If you're only giving yourself permission to charge a larger amount based on the minutes that you're working, this is something that's an easy solve. It might make you want to throw up right now, just hearing me say that. But the trick here is if you're willing to risk feeling uncomfortable and risk being rejected by some clients, you're going to start to see where all of the people are that will happily pay the rate that you charge. Might not be your current clients. It might be a lot of new clients and that's okay. Your brain's going to argue, but I love all my clients and I'm fully booked and I'm, or I'm almost fully booked. Why would I risk anything? And that's fine. You don't have to risk anything. You don't even have to see this as a risk. My question to you would be, why wouldn't you want to? Why wouldn't you want to maximize what your income could be? Why wouldn't you want to maximize the amount of clients you could see in a day without burning out? So for some people, that's going to be two clients. For some people, that's seven clients. But understanding these numbers, like knowing this stuff, is what helps you get to what you want sooner. If you're seeing more than seven people, I just have to say, I think you're insane, but you get to do whatever you want. We also have this idea that you have to work really, really hard in order to deserve to get paid a lot of money. And that's also not true. Even if this is something you've just always done and always thought that you have to work harder and harder and more and more hours and burn yourself out, please look into this. This is a disease. You do not have to work harder in order to deserve to get paid what you want to get paid. That is just not true. If you could spend some time super thinking about all of the things that you do that create results for your clients, what are all of those results that your clients are getting from working with you? Write out that list. Make it 100 outcomes you've helped create. If you don't have 100 outcomes yet, write down as many as you can think of and write down other people's outcomes. Write down the stories that John has told. Really super think about what is possible with MFR for your clients. This helps you to not only understand the benefits of MFR, 
but helps you talk about and explain and simplify those benefits to your clients. One mistake I see people making over and over and over again is talking about MFR and the nuts and bolts of it. And that is very interesting to me and to you. I mean, I could talk about MFR all day to MFR therapists, but clients don't need that kind of talk. They need to know if I pay you this money and I come in for this amount of sessions, what is the result going to be? And when clients aren't buying from you, it's because somewhere in that messaging, you are missing that explanation. The explanation to them, you are missing the selling of the results. You are not figuring out how to sell it better by figuring out what's going wrong there. And those interactions, and that could be because you feel rejected by them, not rebooking, or them questioning what the results are, are going to be. And to make yourself feel better, you ignore that instead of evaluating it. Okay, this person didn't get it. What did I say this time? What could I say differently next time that will help me explain this even better? We can't guarantee anything, but we can get really good at what we do and how we understand and how we explain and how we predict certain expectations for an outcome. And you can sell those outcomes And that is what you're going to be doing. So be willing to risk rejection and get what you want out of your MFR business. And I'm here to help you figure all those things out and to walk you through it so that you can handle it. You can process rejection and you can process anxiety and you can process fear and you can process everything until you can experience a calm in your business like you've never experienced before. And that's just one of the side effects of coaching. Get out there, risk rejection, and I'll see you next week on another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Check out my book, The MFR Coaches Guide to Having Your Own Myofascial Release Business. Autographed copies are available at my website, www.themfrcoach.com. Kindle version and print also available on Amazon. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The MFR Coach for more info on today's topic. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.